0: Welcome to Network Marketing Breakthroughs Podcast with Rob Sperry, where you will hear stories and strategies to help increase sales in your business. Let's level up your network marketing business with your host, Rob Sperry. So here's my first question for all of you right now listening to this podcast. Do you think you have an ego? And I know that may sound like a crazy random question you may be thinking, like, what are you even talking about? So I've studied a lot all on ego because I always felt like somebody having an ego was somebody that was crazy arrogant. But the more that I studied somebody or all of us having an ego is that the ego, the acronym for it, there's so many different acronyms if you look it up, actually, but ego stands for everyone's got one. And I love that because in one sense or another, if we didn't have an ego at all, how differently would we act? Why would we worry so much what other people think? Why would we get in our own ways? And so I I love that fact because, yes, it stands for edging God out. I love your ego ain't your amigo. There's so many fun acronyms and sayings and chants that go with the word ego. But it's something I want to challenge you on. I want you to to really think about that and think about yourself and think about, do, do you feel like you have an ego? And now that you know that pretty much everybody, not pretty much, everybody has an ego, why? Why do we make our ego such an issue? Why do we make ourselves such an issue? Why do we get in our own ways in network marketing when we've got all these goals, these dreams, and these ambitions? So that's the first thing I want to talk about. The next thing I want to talk about is something that was a huge learning lesson for me. So some of you know, I used to teach tennis and I was the the tennis guy. I played tennis. I taught tennis. I ran a tennis club. I was everything tennis before the network marketing profession. And when I taught tennis, I was always looking for the top juniors, the juniors, you know, the young kids that were really excited about tennis, I just got really excited about it because they really wanted it. I just felt like it was a great way to help their confidence and their self-esteem and, and help them go places, whatever that was. Some of them, it was just to be a top junior player. Sometimes it was college, different aspirations that they had. So that was something I got really excited about. And I had two different kids. I remember specifically at one point, that were two of my best kids. And one kid His name was Scott. Scott had a dad that played semi-professional tennis, played college tennis. His dad was phenomenal. And Scott was pretty good. He was pretty talented. He'd been taking lessons most of his life. And about, remember it was about 10 years old, I started teaching him. And it was fun working with him. He was one of the top juniors in all of Utah where I live. And then there was this kid named Brady. And Brady played every single sport. Brady was great at lacrosse. He was the best player at lacrosse. He was the best player at, at soccer. Or if you're listening in any other part of the world, it's football for you, right? I don't know why we get confused with football and soccer and why us Americans, maybe it was the ego the Americans have. What are we thinking? Why did we just not call it football and then the American football just changed the name? I don't know. I don't know, side tangent note, you all know I got ADHD. That stands for dude Ash dreams. So he was the best at American football as well. Soccer, lacrosse, he was incredible. Just every sport the kid played, he was just one of those kids that just got it. So he starts playing tennis. His mom is telling me how great of an athlete he is. And right away, this kid is just unbelievable. He moves up a class, moves up another class. He starts taking more lessons with me. This kid becomes the top player in Utah. And he's going places. Now, him and Brady would do lessons together every so often. Brady's discouraged because he's got this new kid that's come in. And after it was less than a year, he's better when he's 11 years old than Scott. And Scott's been playing tennis since he was probably six years old. So Scott's frustrated. He's thinking, what the crap's going on? This kid's already better than me. Trust me, just pay attention. I'm going somewhere with this story. This story 100% relates to your life, 100% relates to your network marketing business. That's the whole point of it. So Brady's playing and playing playing. So then we start playing some of these bigger tournaments, right? We're playing against kids that are also great athletes, but kids that have been playing a little bit more, kids that understand how to win at a different level. So Brady starts losing and Brady can't handle it. Literally, at first it was okay. And then eventually he just couldn't handle it. He had never lost before. And when I say he'd never lost, of course he had lost in other sports, but never consistently. So now all of a sudden he he has this struggle of what am I going to do? And his mom comes to me and just says, you know what? Brady is going to take a step back from tennis. And I'm super bummed because I got this kid that was one of the most talented kids I've ever taught tennis to. And he's taken a step back to the point of eventually he just stopped taking tennis for it was, I don't know how long it was now. I'm thinking it's probably, it was probably about a good year and a half where he really didn't play much at all. So of course, all the other kids get better and better and better. Now, Scott, he keeps playing. Scott keeps being really consistent. He's talented, but he's not the most talented. On a scale one to ten, his talent level is probably at a seven, but he sticks with it. He sticks with it. And now all of a sudden, years go by, age 14, Brady comes back, wants to play. He wants to go all out. He wants lessons. So his mom gives him back into lessons. Several months later, he can't beat Scott. He can't beat Scott for the life of him. Scott's much better than him. So what does Brady do again? Brady gets really, really frustrated and just decides that, he doesn't want to do as many lessons and just wants to play for fun. And the big thing is, is his ego couldn't handle it. And unfortunately, there's a sad part to the story. And I think it relates as well. But the sad part to the story is, and, and hopefully Brady, if you ever listen to this, he probably won't. But Brady is just a great kid. But he got he got heavily involved in drugs, got checked into rehab several, several times almost took his own life a couple times and has had massive struggles throughout his life. He's probably now, oh, I want to say that he's probably 26 years old. And Scott, on the other hand, went on and played college tennis, became a phenomenal tennis player. His life is, is as far as I know it, uh, I know that hes he's got... He's married when I saw him last and he's got an incredible life and it just seems like he's got everything together. Now, of course, I don't know the behind the scenes and all of that stuff. But here's my main point to apply to life in network marketing. I'll take tough over good any day. Brady's ego got in the way. Brady didn't understand that the most important thing if you're looking at the two, is grit. They did a study and they said, actually, the most important thing if you're in the military, which is die hard to be able to last or have success, is grit. It's not talent. It's nothing else. It's grit. That's the number one most important thing in your network marketing business. Look, you're going to get your butt kicked. You're going to have bad days, bad weeks, bad months, bad quarters. But the question is, is, how tough are you? How much grit do you have? Because if you don't have that grit, as we just learned from the Brady and Scott story, this is, these are life stories. This isn't just network marketing, but we saw what happened to Brady, and I hope Brady's learned, and I hope Brady's doing better. He was such a good kid and a good person. But Brady never learned toughness. He never learned grit. He had talent. Now, of course, yes, I'd love to have both grit and talent at the same time. But look, if you've got the grit and you've got the toughness, you can overcome your lack of talent. It may take you a little bit longer, but you can 100% overcome it. And so in your mind, you just got to say, you know what? Cuz too many times what do we do? We get the comparitis and we start comparing with other people's journeys and we compare their chapter 16 to our right to our chapter 1. And we also compare, well, I'm not comparing their chapter 16. They started the same time as me and they've had more success. You know what? So what? Maybe they got lucky. Maybe they didn't get lucky. Maybe they've got previous life experiences. Who cares? It's a disempowering belief to not take 100% responsibility and to start looking at it and start blaming everyone else because your ego is so big. Stop it. Start focusing on just how can I become the best version of me? Stop comparing. I love the quote of it's impossible to be grateful and unhappy at the same time. I love that. I love that. So when you think about it, it all comes down to your thoughts. It's not really what happens to you. It's your thoughts associated to everything that's happening to you on a regular basis, right? It's those thoughts. If I'm going to work out and my thoughts are associated to, oh, Oh, I hate working out, I'm so tired, I'm exhausted, I don't want to, then of course it's going to be a struggle for me. And of course I'm not going to have the toughness. So the toughness and the grit comes back to the vision, which goes to the thoughts that you're creating, right? The thoughts that you have to create that vision. Think about that. You may need to rewind that part and re-listen to that a couple times right there. But for all of you, You got to just really, really think about that as you're going of what are those thoughts that you have, because that helps you to create that vision that helps to create that toughness because we're willing to go through a lot of toughness if we have a big enough vision. And that's why we need to really focus on what are those thoughts. If you're getting bothered by anyone or anything, that comes down to your thoughts associated to those people. And what they're saying or doing, I mean, think about it on social media. If someone's bothering you so much, is that their problem or your problem? Sure, maybe they're annoying, they're saying this or that. But you know what? You can block, unfriend, unfollow. You can choose. You've got the choice. So stop letting other people rent space in your head and annoy you and affect you on a regular basis. You don't have time for that crap. You don't have time to be bothered by everyone and everything else. You can need to start focusing your thoughts on solutions and creating that dream life and creating the, the, the goals and the ambitions and everything else that you have. So today's really main focus is yes, first on ego. And then after that is just really understanding the importance of tough over good. I would even write it down. I may not be the fastest, but I'm the toughest. No one's going to out-tough me. That was really my style. That was my mantra. That was my personality when I was playing tennis. And that was my mantra when I started network marketing. I knew when I started, I said, you know what? I know I'm not naturally the best. I may not be the best at inviting, following up, or closing, or recruiting, or sponsoring, or duplicating, or anything. But I'm the toughest. And it may take me much longer to figure out, but I'm going to figure out this thing. I'm going to make this thing happen. And that type of personality or mantra or style or mindset made all the difference for me. Now, again, did I still have struggles? Did I still have doubts? Did I still have times thinking, what the crap am I doing in this network marketing thing? Is this thing ever going to work out for me? Of course I did. I'm human. We all do. I've told you about some of my massive struggles that I had. But the key is, is coming back to those positive thoughts You gotta have that reference point. You gotta have that, call it home base that you keep coming back to, to help you out, to get you through those tough times. And that's why I always talk about that vision and those thoughts to help you create that vision. So as always, I hope that was helpful for you smash that subscribe button and please go leave a positive review for me. That would really mean a lot to me. That makes a huge difference. I do go back. I do look at those. I do watch those. So thank you. Thank you so much. If you found value in this podcast, go share it with your teams. Uh, Until the next time, friends.